If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Becca's season of The Bachelorette and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast. 77. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you very much for tuning in. Got a good podcast for you this week. A couple things to get to before we get started. First off, as always, please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple Podcasts. Uh, you guys have been doing a good job of that so far. Um, we are keeping our streak alive of top 10 placements in the TV and film category on Apple Podcasts. Um, rate the podcast however you may choose. I happen to think it's a five-star podcast, but you may think differently. That's fine. We all have opinions. You might have an opinion, uh, and you're entitled to it that this is a one-star podcast, and we're all entitled to our own opinions, however wrong you may be. So we've also, you can please um, leave a comment. That certainly helps, but subscribing, I think, is the biggest thing for you because it's already in your queue when I upload it, and that's certainly a positive um, so you don't have to wait for me to post anything to let you know, hey, podcast is up. It'll be there once I upload it, literally within five seconds. Also, tomorrow is episode four's recap of Nell Coulter's X on the Beach on MTV, and it's getting good. And by I mean good, I mean incredibly terrible. In a in a in a very flattering way, I must say, because like I said, when you when you tune in to watch a show like this, you're not expecting it to win any Emmys. But to see how people react when cameras are on them, their exes show up on a beach out of the water, like a, the the creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, it's it's just. I don't. If you haven't watched it yet, you need to watch it. It's this isn't something where you even need to catch up on the first few episodes if you miss them. Like, you can just tune right in and pretty much catch what's going on. Like, a bunch of hot singles are in a house, and their exes show up. And some of these exes that have shown up have hooked up with other people that are already in the house. So there's love triangles. There's a couple quadrangles, I think. There might even be a hectangle 
octangle, whatever. But you got to watch it and then read Nell Coulter's recap every Friday, uh, X on the Beach on MTV. Check it out. But with that said, uh, let's get going. Uh, back to the Bachelor world this week, as um, I'm sure you're going to like this guest. She had quite an interesting run on Bachelor in Paradise Season 3, um, but she was on The Bachelor. You probably still don't remember her because she got eliminated the first night. But without any further ado, let's get to Izzy Goodkind. All right, let's welcome our guest. You saw her first appear on Ben Higgins' season of The Bachelor, albeit briefly. Uh, but then she made a bit of a name for herself on season three of Bachelor in Paradise. It's Izzy Goodkind. Izzy, thanks for coming on. How are you? Of course. Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, let's go back to the beginning with you. Uh, I know you weren't on Ben's season long. At no, all. not long at all. <laughs> <laughs> for those that don't remember, Izzy got eliminated the first night. But I want to go back to the beginning, like even before that. Like, yeah. how did you get cast on Ben's season? Were, did you watch him on JoJo's? Were you like, this is the guy for me, this is why I want to do it? Or was it just, I'm going to apply and whoever's The Bachelor is The Bachelor? So I watched him, I think it was on Caitlyn's season. I mean, duh, um, season. Yeah, Caitlyn. So I, wait, when you said that, I was trying to figure that out. Okay, so Caitlyn's season. Um, but I never really, like, found interest in him at first, like, watching that season. I thought he was kind of like, behind the scenes he didn't really like show much personality um but I had always watched the show and I just loved it so much um and I applied randomly like I think watching Chris Soul season and um then when casting started for um for Ben's season I had a, an email like randomly out of nowhere that asked me if I was still willing or wanting to um, apply and I had only like probably two years earlier submitted a photo and w one line of why I wanted to be on the show um, and then it kind of just went from there. <laughs> Do you remember at what point during the casting process you found out it was going to be Ben? Actually now that I think about it Ben was introduced on After Paradise. Think, yes. So it was two or three weeks before you even left for the show. Right. Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. So were you, was there any impression that it could have been somebody else or were you pretty much thinking? I, I mean, I think they even tricked us at that point where they said it was going to be Nick. Oh, that's right. Cause Nick, um, Nick, when they came back in commercial break, Nick was sitting with Chris Harrison. Everyone thought it was yeah. him and, and I was, I was like texting my mom. I remember I was like, I'm not going to go if it's Nick. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> But I remember, like, me, like obviously, he became a really good friend of mine on Paradise, but um, I don't think I would have gone if it was him as The Bachelor. <laughs> gotcha. Now, when we get to the first night of The Bachelor season, or any season for that matter, obviously there's gimmicks out of the limo, mm -hmm. and I don't remember what you did or said, if you even did anything remotely gimmicky. Um, so first off, tell me, what did you do out of the limo for Ben? I wore a onesie. Oh my gosh. How did I forget? <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, how did I forget the girl in the onesie? How could you forget? <laughs> it was so memorable. Oh my God. My bad. Um, yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, I hadn't planned to do that at all. I had a dress picked out, everything, and literally like hours before I was like, Hey, I have this onesie. This could really make an impression and it could be funny and show Ben that I'm like a laid back, goofy girl, but also can be like, you know, real 
Well, that didn't work out after. I think I came out like literally after JoJo, and she looked so beautiful. I was like, all right. Well, she did have a, she home. did have a unicorn head on. You couldn't even. <laughs> she did, but her she always. She, I mean, she just looked absolutely stunning. She was in your. So, she, she was in your limo. She was. Do you remember? Do you remember the five girls in your limo? Um, it was actually four in mine. It oh. was um myself, uh, Tierra, Leah Block, and JoJo. And JoJo. Okay. Yep. So you were planning on not doing anything gimmicky. Was that something that you were talked into with the onesie, or you said, "I don't want to wear a dress. I want to wear a onesie." Um, it definitely wasn't my plan. Um, okay. I a few hours before, or even the night before, I think I was talking with Alon, and we were like, "Let's think of something like fun and different I could do." Because I had originally made um, Ben this like piece of, I guess you would say art. I'm a graphic designer, so yeah. I re. Um, designed a Jack Daniels label to incorporate everything about The Bachelor and about my future journey with Ben, or so I thought. And um, I guess for copyright reasons, they didn't want or weren't sure if we could do that. Um, or so they say. So I, um, they were like, let's think of something else. And so going through tons of different ideas, um, that's what we landed on. And I was, I was pr- basically told like, you won't go home. Like Ben's going to love this. Like you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> like so naive. Now, now that I think about it, you had brought this onesie to wear at some other point. Like, was oh, this yeah. something you wore to bed or was it something you planned on wearing later on in the season if you lasted? So you actually had this onesie on you. Now I was like, yeah. wait a second, where did she get it? No, nope, I had it with me. Um, it's just, I mean, all my friends know, like I love a good onesie. Um, do you sleep in a onesie? I don't sleep in it. It's okay. a little hot. Yeah. I was going to say, um, these things are like death traps. Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely dying that night. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but no, I had it with me because I just know it was something that I would have wanted to break out at some point. Had like people, really gotten to know me and like my the silly side of me yeah um and it just i didn't really phase me to pack it <laughs> oh okay now as we said you lasted one episode so there isn't <clears throat> we can't go on much of a journey with you for ben's no. season however you, lasting one episode when you didn't get the rose that night what mm-hmm. were your immediate feelings was it something of sad uh, angry embarrassed emotional like what was going through your head after that I mean all of the above I was mainly shocked not because I was like thinking oh how could he not like me but it was more of like I just left my job I just like left so much to kind of take this leap of faith whether I was going to fall in love with him or not um I left so much behind like I said, I quit my full-time job because I thought that no matter what, this would take me somewhere. I don't know where, but it could lead me to move to a different state or find a new job. I was kind of thinking more real realistically in a sense um, about like my, my path. Yeah. Um, and so I was just mainly shocked, confused. It went by so fast. So I was, and it was all the prep leading up to it. Um, and like the process of ap- applying and the trips and everything, it was just mainly like very shocking and overwhelming. 
Um, and I was bummed. I was really, really bummed because I wanted to have that chance. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was a really, really emotional day. <laughs> I can imagine. And who did you bond with that first night? Um, I really bonded with Tierra a lot. She ended up going home the first night as well. Chicken girl. Um, yes, the chicken girl. Um, cause she was just like so real. And I think we both kind of realized that maybe this wasn't our scene. Like it was very catty and I mean, it wasn't too catty that first night, but it was like, I'm not the type of person to fight for attention and I didn't want to be rude or it, it just, there's so much competition that first night. Um, it was just a lot. It was very overwhelming. And, um, we kind of just like bonded over staying in the background a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you bring it up because a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, I had a former producer of the bachelor. This guy was seasons two through seven. So he was back early when it first started. And we were just talking about how you, how, you know, we did talked about so many things on how you produce somebody and what, what you mm-hmm. say to get a reaction out of people. And we were talking about people that get eliminated on the first night and how the audience just doesn't understand how somebody can be emotional getting eliminated on the first night. Like you barely right. know this person, you just met them. And he's like, look, it's not necessarily that they're not necessarily, and for the most part, they aren't sad over the person that dumped mm-hmm. him. You got to understand it's a culmination of months and months of conversations and interviews and talking with a producer leading up to it. And like you said, putting, putting your life on hold and, and mm-hmm. telling your job, you're stepping away. And then all of a sudden a drop of a hat, it's like, all right, see ya, go back to, right. go back to where you came from. And mm-hmm. I, it had to have been, I mean, just kind of talk about that, how it's got to be a little bit deeper than just, Oh, I got dumped. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, I had, at least five minutes with them at the, you know, at the most, sorry, at the most. Yeah. And seems like a genuine guy. He's super nice. He was very, um, sweet and genuine. Um, and I left my conversation of five minutes thinking, Oh, I'll be fine. I'll, you know, he wants to get to know me better. Um, and at the end of it, you realize, first of all, a lot of viewers don't realize that that first night is filmed from like, 8 p.m. to 9 a.m. the next day. So you're absolutely exhausted. You're staying up all night. You can drink if you want. But I had, like, literally coffee and water all night because you're just fighting to keep your eyes open. And when I left, I I just remember breaking down and crying because I was just so emotionally exhausted. And it's just it just takes a toll on your body and your emotions. And like I'd said, I left my job. I, you know, bought so many things for the, th- expecting to be gone for like more than a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just very, very emotional. It really didn't have anything to do with Ben at the time. I, I couldn't be sad about anything cause I didn't know him. Yeah. And um, I, I think that's what the producer was trying to say. It's like, yeah, none of right. these girls that are sad the first night or are just you see kind of crying hysterically sometimes on camera. Mm-hmm. It, it has nothing to do with the actual breakup. It's just almost a culmination right. of all these feelings that for two months you've probably been pumped up about going on the show. And then all of a sudden it's over and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> yeah. It just was like uh, something gets just like sweeped out from underneath you and 
it was all right there. And then you're just back in the hotel room and being sent home. Yeah. And I don't think anyone actually goes on this show thinking they're going to get eliminated the first night. But what what were your thoughts heading in? Did you even entertain the possibility that it could happen to you? I didn't because, well, I said it's definitely a possibility. And yeah. if it does, it does. And that's kind of my mentality was when I left, I said it wasn't meant to be. You know, something else could happen from this. Who knows? Um, but I also wasn't looking for anything to happen. I, you know, I didn't go on the show looking to be famous. You know, that was never my intention. Yeah. Um, and I think now that's really what it's turned into a lot of is like oh, the sure. Instagram fame, the, the promotional things, the ads. And that's all great. And I'm not saying that I haven't done any of that. But I didn't intend to make a career out of the show. And, um, I don't know. I just, sorry, I just lost my track of train of thought. Um, I just feel like I, um, I went on just expecting to, you know, have a good experience, see what happens, but never going into it. Did I think, okay, I'm going to go home the first night. Cause I mean, they pump you up. You're going to be confident going in. Mm-hmm. No one's going to go home that first night. Maybe maybe he won't send anyone home that first night. Like, you never know what shit Chris Harrison is going to pull. Yeah. And well, so, you know, you're just always on your toes. Like, I just didn't know what was going to happen next. One of and, the, um, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, one of the things that you mentioned that I wanted to actually touch on was that you said you bought a lot of things to bring on, oh, thinking yeah. you were going to be on for a month. We've heard this from past contestants about... Some people get sponsors for dresses. Some people borrow dresses. Some people go out mm-hmm. and buy stuff. Wasn't there something? Wasn't mm-hmm. there a conversation your season about how Olivia bought forty thousand dollars worth of clothes to bring on the show? <laughs> oh my god, that that would be a lot. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely didn't spend that much. Um, but I mean, I was very like by the rules, and I think again, this is where I was kind of naive, like. I didn't tell anybody that I was on the show. So like, I didn't really reach out to sponsors or companies to sponsor me because I wasn't sure who I could tell. Yeah. Like I was, I was kind of scared and I think they did a good job by like kind of telling me to keep it confidential. Um, but no, I, I bought everything, um, myself and a few things I was like borrowed from friends and stuff, but, um, I bought a lot and returned a lot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because you just <clears throat> you just don't know. Now it just seems like everybody that's going. Just remember, I mean, it, Ben seems oh, somewhat yeah. recent because he's such a big name in the franchise. And, you know, he, uh, you know, uh, was just on Winter Games and stuff like that. But your season was, mm-hmm. what, three years ago? 20, I think it was. You filmed fifth, in 2015, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I, then filmed Paradise the summer after, and then filmed Paradise summer after. So we'll get to yeah. Paradise in a second. Yeah. Um, what? Um, also on the first night, do you remember that night who stuck out to you? Uh, Lace. <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> because, because she, of the drinking. She was yeah, because of the drinking. But never did I really think that. Looking at that night, would I think that Lauren B would have been the one? Um, she just was very quiet. I remember speaking to Amanda, but she was also very quiet. Um, but I would say lace because of the drinking. Um, but 
she also turned out to be a really good friend of mine. But um, I, yeah, it was mainly lace. But like for romantic things, like romantic wise, I yeah. don't know. I, I, I knew the second I met Jojo, I, that she was going to make it far. Yeah. Yeah. She just has that it mm-hmm. about her. Mm-hmm. I think your season, I mean, I've done, this is podcast number 77. I think of all the podcasts that I've done, I think your season of girls is the most girls that I've interviewed from a particular season because you're number six. I did Amanda. Mm-hmm. I've had Lace on. I've had Jen Saviano on. I've had Himley on and Olivia. Um, so, yeah, you would be number six. And I'm trying to think of... Obviously, those girls all lasted, and they all they, and it was funny because they all said the same thing, and I'm sure you heard it once you became friends with them post show is that mm-hmm. everybody knew by right around Vegas that he was picking Lauren like it was just mm-hmm. she had stuck out to everybody um and I don't know if you did you hear that post show as well yes uh, with those yeah girls? I and did it was just it's just funny it that, was just obvious yeah, and it's funny that the first night, like you said, she didn't stick out to you at all mm-hmm. or stand out to you at all mm-hmm. But, I mean, different strokes for different folks, I guess. I mean, there's really no way to determine uh, exactly who's going to be attracted to who and and what on the first night. Most most of the leads have said they kind of know who their three or four are are on the four to six Mm -hmm. on the first night or or who are going to go far. So, guys, Sun Basket is back. Yum-E. That's Y-U-M-E. All right. Sun Basket helps you get healthy, delicious meals on the table every day. As long as we've been promoting Sunbasket on this podcast, you know I'm not a cook. I don't cook at all, except when Sunbasket delivers to me because they make it so easy for me. I finish in less than 30 minutes. They get you easy, convenient, cook healthy, delicious meals at home. No matter how much you experience you have in the kitchen, which for me is zero, just go to Sunbasket app and pick from 18 weekly recipes like the Thai turkey lettuce cups. Those are my favorite currently. There are paleo gluten-free, lean and clean, vegan, Mediterranean, family options, and more. Best part, quick and easy. Get your meals done in less than 30 minutes, ready to whip up anytime, no grocery shopping required. They send you everything. There's something for every healthy journey and every busy lifestyle. Go to sunbasket.com slash Steve today to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash Steve for $35 off. sunbasket.com slash Steve. All right, we also talked about them last week. We're going to talk about them again. Patio Shield, the zone mosquito repellent from Thermacell. Turn it on and the mosquitoes are gone. If you enjoy entertaining in your backyard or just spending some time outdoors but hate mosquitoes like pretty much everyone in this universe, you'll love Thermacell Patio Shield. I mean, is there seriously one person that enjoys getting bitten by mosquitoes? I guess unless you're a contestant on Survivor and you get bitten for 39 days straight, assuming you last the whole time. Patio Shield, you stop mosquitoes in flight, not on your skin. Keeps the mosquitoes far away, stopping them before they even bother to bite you. You can ditch the messy, annoying sprays and lotions. It's a shield. It's easy to use. Creates a 15-foot mosquito protection zone. No odors or open flames. Patio Shield comes with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. It's cordless, lightweight, and portable. With its compact design and a choice of bold colors, it's ideal for backyard entertaining. Discover for yourself why Thermacell repellers are the highest-rated zone mosquito repellents. With Patio Shield, just turn it on, and the mosquitoes are gone. I told you last week, the only time I ever get bit around my house is right outside the front door and right outside the back door. It's where all the mosquitoes hang. And with my Patio Shield now, gone. Don't even have to worry about it. I haven't been bitten in 
gosh, at least three weeks since I got my patio shield. So you'll love it. Enter code Steve at thermocell.com and save 20% right now. Again, go to thermocell.com. That's T-H-E-R-M-A-C-E-L-L.com and enter code Steve to save 20%. Now let's get back to Izzy Goodkind, uninterrupted for the remainder of the podcast. So then you went on Bachelor in Paradise 3. And it was interesting because, I mean, I'd have to go over all four casts of Bachelor in Paradise, but there aren't many people who got eliminated night one that end up on that show. So correct. how did that come to be for you? Like, I mean, was, there, just, was there a part of you that was nervous? Like, oh, great, I'm going to go through this again. And what if I get eliminated oh at the first row ceremony again? Were, or were you cool I, with however it played out? I was so nervous um, because it was, a again, a big step that I was going to take. I went right back to my full-time job when I got back from Ben's. So I was, I told my family, especially my brothers, they were not happy. They were like, if you go on Bachelor in Paradise, like this isn't going to be a good thing. Like we don't want you to do it. And I always said, no, definitely no, I will not do Bachelor in Paradise. And then as I started talking with producers after I got kicked off and they were like staying in touch with me. Uh, and then they invited me to women tell all I was like, okay, this is kind of like my audition. I got to really think about if I want to do this. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it was just, Ooh, sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, it was just, I, I didn't, I did not know what I wanted to do, but again, it was like, they potentially want me back. There's a reason why they want me to come back. What is that reason? I don't know, but I might as well go for it. And hopefully this time around, I won't go home the first night. And I kind of just took it as it is and and went with it. And I'm sure, like it is with a lot of cast members, male or female on the show when it comes to Paradise, there's the whole FOMO thing. There's the whole fear of missing out. Because your friends mm-hmm. are all doing it. And you knew a lot of the girls, I would think, mm-hmm. that were going to do the show. And it's easier. You feel a little more comfortable because you're like, okay, at least I know people. That going into The Bachelor on the first night, you knew nobody. Right. Um, so now you knew people. So the big thing with you, at least when you first started out, was the whole Vinny relationship. And mm-hmm. I don't know, and you've maybe talked about this uh, you know, back when this was you know, when you were off paradise and you were doing interviews and stuff like that, mm-hmm. was there anything pre-show with Vinny? Did you know him? Had you spoken to him? <laughs> Had he slid into your DMs? Like not at all. Really? Oh, literally. I would, I remember they were asking me like, who would your ideal past uh, cast member be for paradise that yeah. you would be interested in? Vinny did not cross my mind <laughs> one bit because if you look at his, cast photo that that's all we see yeah um and also i didn't watch jojo season so i didn't know him at all so all i see is this cast photo they ask you like judge a book by the cover so i'm like nope not my type at all <laughs> um and then showing up he was the first person i saw walking down the stairs and like he just had you know really nice eyes and he was so nice and genuine and goofy and um we kind of just like hit it off and I didn't even expect it at all. Like I wouldn't even probably have known his name if, if he didn't introduce himself. So when they were um, going through casting with you and they did ask you, who did you say? Like who were some of the guys that you were hoping from Jojo um, season would be on? Do you remember? It wasn't even like Jojo season. It was all like past guys that like, oh. um, like, 
who was it? I don't even remember. I always said like Ben Z, um, like brunette, a little bit more buff, yeah. tall, and like not anything that like physically that Vinny was. Yeah. So um, I think they they knew that and used that against me later on in the season. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> so you you hit it off with Vinny in the beginning, and things mm-hmm. were, were going well for you guys. And and maybe mm-hmm. this was just the edit, and they were. And they were only showing us all the great parts. But I remember back to when this was airing, a lot of people, a lot of viewers were very team Vizzy or whatever they were calling you, Vizzy or mm-hmm. Vizzy Vinny, whatever. Was there stuff that wasn't getting shown happening between you two that maybe led to the decision that was forthcoming by you or? Um, yes. Okay. 100%. Expl- okay, explain. Um, so there were things that A, weren't shown within the edit, but also things that Vinny didn't want to talk about, nor did I want to talk about with a camera there. Like, for example, um, my, my family, my parents were going through a divorce while I was in paradise. I, that wasn't something I wanted to talk about, you know? And although I would have loved to share it with my partner at the time, it wasn't something I wanted to discuss like for all of America to know. Um, And so that would obviously be something. And again, like I was going in super realistic. Like I wanted a relationship. I didn't want to be selling uh, teeth whitener on Instagram. Like I wanted a relationship. And I um, actually, I might be selling teeth whitener on Instagram next month, but it's not what everyone else is doing. (laughs) It's a different kind. Um, But you know what I mean? Like I just was look, I was going in more realistic and um, I, uh, I didn't want to discuss certain things on TV that I think a real relationship needed. And Vinny didn't seem to either. Um, And there were a lot of discussions that I tried to have with him um, off camera, if we could at all, um, without mics. But that never was the case. And it was just not a, there was no foundation to our relationship whatsoever. Um. I'm, and that, I'm trying to read the, in between the lines here. Are you basically yes, saying that, like you said, you were on, you went on that show realistically looking for a relationship? Mm-hmm. Is it safe to say that Vinny wasn't? Um, I couldn't tell you honestly. I don't know. I, I think he was being genuine in that he did want a relationship, but there was one point that he did say to me, um we were really drunk one night. I think it was the night of our date. And he was just like, let's just like ride this out and like, see what, like see what happens and like do a lot of stuff after the show. And at the point I was like, "Mm, okay, well our mics aren't on. So nobody heard that. Yeah. And, um, that's where I kind of was like, Hmm, I don't know if this is what I, what I think it could be or if this is real. Um, and obviously they didn't show that they wanted Vinny to get this like America's sweetheart boy that everyone loves. And Izzy was the bitch that dumped him because of some guy that walked in that I didn't know, which wasn't the case. Okay. So let's um, get, let's get to Brett, Brett Melnick. Lamp- who's Brett? Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> the lamp guy from Andy season. Uh, um, yep. Okay. So all of a sudden he comes on the show and you have an interest in him. And America kind of yeah. America kind of turns on you, like, what? Yeah. Everything was so great with Vinny. Why are you even right. interested in this Brett guy? He's got a mullet or whatever. Yeah, um, I mean, every everyone was interested in Izzy and Vinny, the couple that they never really saw, yeah. because we didn't have any drama. 
there was zero drama with us. Yeah. Um, and I think that was what America loved because we were seen as like the perfect couple that didn't have any drama and we were just so natural. Um, and then you see Brett walk in the same day that I was talking to Lace about having doubts with Vinny and not knowing if it was like all real and if he was like, you know, if this was going to be anything after the show. And for me, if I didn't see there to be future, like I was going to go home, you know? Now, um, what about pre-show with Brett? Did you know this guy? Had you re- did no. you remember him from Andy's season? There was, so there's no conversation no. with him either. So you, zero. <laughs> did you know? He, did you know it. he brought like, a lamp? Did you know he brought a lamp no. on Andy's season? <laughs> no, of course not. I watched Andy's season, but I don't remember him. Yeah, because he was—he's just as memorable as I was. Yeah, I mean, he was. I think he lasted. I think maybe two episodes, maybe three. I don't think he even. I don't think he traveled, but. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was just, so it was just like, Hey, another guy here. He seems cool. I, I, I'm interested in him. Like, because when Brett came on the show, obviously when you enter the show, we all know on paradise, when you enter, you, you enter with a date card and you ask somebody out and Brett didn't ask you out because you were quote unquote coupled up with Vinny. So he went on a double date with, with, uh, I think Kayla and, uh, Kayla. Yeah. And the double date with who's that other guy, the firefighter guy from Florida. What's his name? Oh, I'm Car- um, oh, Carl, 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 Carl went with somebody and Brett went with the twi- Yeah. Emily. Yeah. So, I mean, I, at that point I was kind of, I just remember talking to my producer and she was like, what is wrong? And I just started crying and I was like, I think I just don't want to be here anymore. And that's when Brett walked in. And I think it wasn't Brett. I think it was just the possibility of somebody else that I had could potentially have interest in walking in and like making me think, okay, is what I have with Vinny the real deal? And do I want to keep going with this? And that's where I was having the doubts and it wasn't portrayed that way. It was portrayed as me seeing Brett walk in and just physically looking at him and seeing like being like, see you later, Vinny. I don't, I haven't even talked to this kid yet and I'm throwing you to the curb. Um, so that's where I was like super frustrated watching it back because it's not how it went down and it really wasn't really fair. Um, it made me really look bad and shallow Yeah, and it was, it was definitely tough. Um, because you know, nobody really truly knows what's happening there and social media and comments and, um, stories yeah and it's it's it was really painful so and and um, Vinny took it hard Uh, he he at least on the show I mean he 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 walked off the show essentially he left the show Mm -hmm. um you ended up giving a rose to Brett at the following rose ceremony but then the next episode you left the show and the infamous the infamous scene of you crying in the car ride on the way to the airport calling (laughs) Vinny and asking him um, oh and if it, I could come to Florida, yeah, like expl- clear the air on this. What the okay. hell happened with okay. all that? So the day, actually, let's just say the day that I gave Brett the rose, yeah. I asked to leave, and they said no. They were like, "No, let's write it out. Give him a rose. See what happens." And I was like, "Fine, whatever. Stay one more day." And um, the next day, I woke up just in tears, and I was like, "I'm, I'm getting out of here. Like, I'm leaving. Um, this is just not for me." I realized, like. I let somebody really great go, but who's to say it's like really going to work out outside of this whole situation. So I leave, get in the limo, um, 
and I call him from a producer's phone. So most of the viewers don't realize, like, we don't have our phones. We've never exchanged numbers. I don't even know Vinny's last name. <laughs> and um, I call him from an unknown number, and he's like, uh, who is this? Like, no shit, he doesn't know who it is. <laughs> so, like, all these memes went around, like, new phone, who's this? Like, Vinny deleted your number because, like, you dumped him. But no, actually, he never had my number in the first place. So that was hilarious to watch. Um, and I really, truly thought like he would maybe say like, he was so heartbroken. I wanted to, you know, talk to him outside of this scenario. I no cameras, no nothing. And really explained to him the reasonings behind my doubt and kind of talked to him about maybe what he was doubting. Um, and it just was like, no, I'm good. And you know what? Like, yes, it was, really hard to hear but right when I got back to the hotel room I kind of just like had a sigh of relief and I was like it's over and I'm so excited to be going home and like it just wasn't again like when I went home the first night on Ben's it wasn't necessarily the emotion of breaking up with somebody it was so much emotion of leaving this bubble and you know, going back to your normal life. What's funny about the whole Vinny situation was for those that, you know, don't follow it as closely as I report it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, Bachelor in Paradise films, um, first two and a half weeks of June. Mm-hmm. And they've done, they've kept the same schedule for the first four seasons, which means basically if you get cast to go on Bachelor in Paradise, you literally get to see one, maybe two episodes of the current Bachelorette season that's about to air. Yes. Um, so this would have been like roughly mid-June when this all happened, when you got eliminated or you left the show, called Vinny and did mm-hmm. all this. Now, what's yep. funny is, so Paradise films two and a half weeks in June, doesn't air until August. Mm-hmm. So in August, it airs, this whole thing airs of this breakup, and it just mm-hmm. so happens that you and Vinny get caught by TMZ at LAX. <laughs> I remember this yeah. video like it was yesterday I, because everybody sent it to me. <laughs> like, did you see the video of of of, of Vinny and and uh, Izzy at, at LAX? Are they together? Are they a couple now? So mm-hmm. this happened in August. You and Vinny happened to be flying from LAX back to the East Coast, and there were pictures of you on the plane, and your head was in his lap. Okay, so. <laughs> Like resting and his, you know, you were resting yeah. against him. Yeah, just what, resting. Yeah. What, <laughs> what, what was going on? That, like, did you guys, had you guys rekindled or, because this was before we, After Paradise happened when that still yeah, had to take place. That was post filming of the live show. So if you watch the live show, it's like Vinny doesn't like me, nothing's ever happened. No, we had hung out basically on and off throughout the summer. Um, after you got back him, from filming. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, Paradise, I saw him when I got back, like, probably a week later. We were both in New York. He stayed with me, like, the whole deal. And um, we realized, like, we didn't want a relationship, but we would just have fun and see what happens over the summer. Like, we knew we'd be seeing each other a lot. Um, I went to Fire Island with his family. Um, and it was fun. But, like, he was very weary about posting on social media because he wanted to pre- protect this image of himself. People saw us in Filer Island together. People saw us in LA. Um, he came to visit New York over 4th of July weekend and me, 
uh, Olivia himself and one other guy from Jojo season. I don't remember his name. Um, he went home really early, but we all went out like people saw us all out. So, you know, it was definitely a little bit more discreet on his end. Um, because I think he wanted to protect some sort of image, but, um, of like being heartbroken, but, um, no, we definitely saw each other quite a bit before we filmed, uh, after the live show. So is this, is this something that when you were seeing him and spending a lot of time and he was spending a weekend with you in New York and whatnot, is this something where you were like, okay, now I'm interested in this guy. I do, I do want to date him. And he was the one that wasn't reciprocating it. Um, or, or no, were you strictly bo- both? both? Were, oh, both of you. Okay. Yeah, we were both very much on the same page. I mean, when we were together, it was as if we were dating. But like the second he would leave and go back to Florida, I was like, God knows what he's doing when he's DJing on a Sunday brunch. Like, ugh. <laughs> okay. So, so what was it? What 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 prevented you from not dating him? Like, why weren't you into him with? I mean, spending that much time with him. I don't know. Second. I don't know. It was just fun. We had a good time together, but we both saw that it was not a relationship. Like Mm. it was fun. Um, but it just was not a future. It was, it was not, he just wasn't the type of man that I would want in, uh, in a boyfriend or a future fiance or husband. It was definitely a fun fling for 14 days, but that's about it. Cause he's a DJ. No, <laughs> no, just no. Cause... I mean, he's no, he does his thing, but like he has a lifestyle that I don't think I could ever want. Um, and I don't know if I would want that as the girlfriend as well. And I'm not putting him down in any sort of way because he's an extremely talented guy and he's very successful. But um, I, I don't know. It just wouldn't work. He lives in Florida. I'm not going to Florida, and it just wasn't was not for me. Okay understandable no i mean yeah i i don't think that's when i said because he's a dj i i was pretty much alluding to kind of what you just said like mm-hmm. not not every girl would be cool with their boyfriend slash at a you know club. at a club all the time and we know how women are around djs and just oh i want to be up on the stage and stuff like that like i get it it's not for everybody mm-hmm. and obviously it wasn't yeah. wasn't wasn't for you not um, for me Bachelor in Paradise in general for you, um, if you had to give it a grade, what did you get? Like, did you enjoy it? Was it yeah, still I had fun a great to you? Time. Okay. It was so much fun, but uh, not for everybody. And I, I had a great time. Great experience. Love everything that's come after it. Um, but again, like, I didn't really choose to go down a certain path of um, post show things i don't know i just have chosen to kind of go back to my normal life i like that better and uh (laughs) i have a great fantastic boyfriend and um yeah i'm just really happy working and um in in a really good solid relationship so now you said earlier about when you went on ben's season quit your job um then you went back you got rehired there once you were off the show are you still doing the same thing you were now that you were doing back then um no so when i quit my job to go on bends i actually like fully quit there and then um moved to new york city where i was continually doing graphic design freelance, oh, freelance. for myself okay. yeah and then i was hired full-time at a fashion brand in new york where i am um currently full-time um and i've been there for almost two years now 
Oh, okay. Yeah, because you you've not been somebody that's been terribly uh, active on the social media shilling part, the Instagram yeah. shilling and stuff like that. I've noticed that you're not someone mm-hmm. that does that, and you know, teach their own. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get why people do it. Um, I just think some some of them get lost in that this is going to be the rest of their like this is going to last forever, and that's where right you know, and I, it's great. Yeah. It's great for while you, you know, do it while you can. And I think it's awesome. And I have only been really true to myself and promoting or advertising things that I actually like use or would want to wear. Um, not to say that some women or members don't, but, um, yeah, I just, I like to keep it as natural as possible and, you know, share my, share my personal life to an extent. Um, but yeah, like you said, you are you are with man right now. So tell, with tell, man. Us, tell us about him. How'd you guys meet? Oh, uh, we have been friends for actually we met like probably the summer before I went on the show the first time. OK, Um, just just friends like through mutual friends. Um, And I always had an interest in him. Um, And I think he did with me as well. But he didn't want a relationship and. It was just like we would just see each other randomly out and then um and then probably last what was it last January we were out and he finally asked me out on a date and ever since that date we have been dating. That was last January. So you're at you're at mm-hmm. 16 months now. We're getting we're getting a little we serious are. here. Mm. Yes, we are. Is <laughs> uh what was I going to say? Oh. Is he obviously I'm I'm guessing as it was happening, did he watch you on the show? Did he witness no. all this? Oh, never he, did. He, no, he didn't watch the show. He never chose to, and he just doesn't wasn't really interested in it. Um, I mean, it was obviously airing towards the time that we were dating, and he just kind of chose to ignore it. And, I mean, I would tell him what would happen, and I would tell him how things would evolve. But we have a very... Um, very very good relationship when we communicate and so obviously it was difficult in the beginning of a relationship to be like potentially watching your girlfriend like straddling Vinny on television (laughs) um so he chose not to watch um but it was it could have it could have been a rocky start to relationship but he was so good about it and he totally understood and secretly I think he loved it when people would like come up to us at dinner and ask for a picture with me (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, who, me? Yeah. Well, he, so it's been 16 months. I'm assuming mm-hmm. he lives in New York as well? Yep. He does. We live like 10 blocks away from each other. Oh, geez. Uh, this is very convenient. Mm-hmm. When's, when? Oh, it's too convenient. He might as well just live with me. Or you live with him. Is that going to happen soon? I think so. Who would make the move? Or would it be, let's go it's get a, a place together? Move. Yeah, it's it's a mutual move in discussion. Okay. And it would be, let's go find a place together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we want to stay in New York City for a little longer. Um, we're both from Connecticut, so we've, we love it there, and we would love to end up there if, if and when things go further along. Um, so, yeah, we have plans to stay in New York and just keep living our happy lives. What does he do? He works, um, he runs the New York office for his um, recruiting company that was based in Connecticut. Um, So, yeah. So, when Andy, did you say you watched Andy's season or no? Yes. 
when Andy's season had the one episode where they went to Connecticut, was that a good depiction of your state? Oh, I don't remember that. Where did, where did they go? I guess oh, not. Gosh. Uh, let's see. Um, Marcus had a one-on-one date at Mohegan's son. Oh, God. No. <laughs> uh, Vinny, Vinny just DJed there recently. So, oh, he did? yeah, no, I, I've never, never stepped foot there. They Maybe did, for a concert once, but. I think the group date in. The group date in Connecticut was, um, oh, what was, oh, was that, it was like a train ride? It's kind of a famous little, not a famous train. No, no, not, not a good depiction of where okay. I live. <laughs> I think, I think they actually shot in, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, Uncasville, Uncasville. Never oh. been there. You know, have you heard of it? Am I, I mean, pronouncing it right? Probably. I mean, Connecticut's, a, Connecticut's not a big state, but like there's so many random towns within Connecticut, like very woodsy, um, more inland. But I, gotcha. um, I've grown up, I've grown up on, like, on the Long Island Sound area. So, um, on the water and it's always just been, you know, boats and beaches and it's just, people don't expect that from Connecticut, but, um, it is so fun and beautiful. Um, uh, and I love going home back there. So I would, I want to end up living there. Okay. Who are your ones that you keep in touch with the most? The girls from your season? Well, not necessarily from your season. It could be from Paradise that were never on your season. Who are you still Um, close with? I actually, so I didn't really get to spend so much time with Jen Saviano, but um, we did in Paradise. And ever since Paradise, we've kept in touch. Every time she comes to New York, I see her. um, And we keep in touch quite a bit. Um, and obviously like Olivia, when she was living in New York, we were super close, but she's recently moved and we've kind of lost touch here and there, but we still chat. Um, and and moved again and moved again, which I haven't even discussed with her. So I I need to reach out again. Um, but yeah, I love Jen. I think she's hilarious. She's so sweet. Um, really funny. She like catches you off guard. Um, with her funny little comments because she is quiet. Um, but I love Jen. I talked to Lauren Hilm too. She's actually going to, or Himmel, how do you even say her last name? I'm not Him- sure. Himley. Himley. That's how, that's how close we are. Yeah. Himmel. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Himley. Um, but yeah, we text occasionally. She's going to be in New York next weekend, so I'm hopefully going to see her. And um, I would say... Are you close with Kayla still or... Were you um, ever close? With I Kayla? I wasn't ever super close with her, but she um she lives in the city, and I I'll see her out. Like I see her and Charlene; they're very close, so we'll yeah. run into each other at events and stuff. Um, uh, Charlene's the sweetest human beings, and um, yeah. So I love I love running into her. Um, went to her birthday party last year. Um, but what, yeah, I mean, what about, I, I what about Lace? Lace and I like will text randomly, but like I feel like a relationship with her can always just like pick up where it left off, and she's just so funny and so real, um, and she seems so happy with her um, boyfriend Russell. So um, yeah, I'm going to. Um, so I made a decision that I, this summer I'm going to do a little bit of traveling and go to different cities and just nice. kind of um, you know I have people that I know from the franchise in different cities and probably going to meet up with them. And Lace, I'm actually going to Denver uh, for Memorial Day weekend. And, Amazing. Uh, 
got back in touch with Lay. She was on my podcast, I don't know, six months ago or whatever, but mm-hmm. got back in touch with her and said, hey, I'm going to Denver, and we've been in touch ever since. I'm going to meet her and Russell. We're going to go to a Rockies Good. game. And uh, oh, the awesome. other one, who's the other one out there? Um, Leah and her Leah? boyfriend. Yeah, Leah and her boyfriend oh, yeah. are going to go as well. I've never, I've never had any contact with Leah. I've never spoken to Leah. Lace. She's sweet. I definitely have. Um, yeah, and I was, and Leah lived here for a hot second. Yeah, um, that's right. But yeah, so I, I mean, I try to keep in touch with as many people as possible. I, I love um, Sarah so much. I think she's just such an incredible human, and she's so inspiring with all that she does. Um, with her charity. Oh, or Sarah her, Heron. Okay. I was like, Sarah, Sarah Heron. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I think she's awesome. Um, and who else? I think that's really it. I mean, I'll talk to like some people over Instagram, but nothing really like, do you still talk to Tiara chicken? Girl? Not really. I haven't talked to her in a while, but, um, I would love to, she was so funny. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, funny. Let's wrap this up with what I call the final 10. I've got 10 questions okay. for you that are a little bit shorter. Um, but you can expand on your answers. It all depends on the question. Some are really okay. quick and some aren't. Uh, question number one. What is your favorite rom-com of all time? Oh, my God. I'm going to blank now. The Wedding Date. The Wedding Date. Wait, which one was that? That wasn't Jennifer Lopez Debra- and Matthew McConaughey, was it? No. Deborah Messing and that really hot guy that kind of looks like my boyfriend the wedding wait the wedding date which yeah one? okay which one am i mixing up which one was lopez was that wedding planner lopez and yeah Matthew the wedding planner no 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 not that one the wedding date hold on i'll get the name okay yeah now i'm googling the wedding date the wedding date deborah messing and uh who is this guy um yeah oh, uh, i pulled it up where's the oh dermot mulroney Yes. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so that's your favorite. Love that's your that favorite movie. one. Okay. I would say yeah. Oh my god, they came out fifteen years, fourteen years ago. Holy shit! You gotta be kidding me. Two thousand four. God. Wow. Okay, I'm getting old. Um. Jeez. All right. Question number two. What's the best Valentine's Day gift you ever received? Oh my god. Um. Get last year. I want to say, you know, I'm really well. Some people would definitely disagree with this, but I would say I'm a pretty simple person. <laughs> and my boyfriend and I, my current boyfriend Matt, um, we went out to dinner. Or no, what did we do last year? We cooked. We cooked dinner together at my apartment, and um, he. So we just like did that together. Got wine. And then he actually got me a wine membership monthly. So I was like going oh, through a bottle, like a bottle a week. It was great. Oh, wine of the month club or whatever. Yep. Whatever it was. When, not sponsored. When, when you cooked at home, was it HelloFresh? Did you take pictures oh, of no. you like with a no, big no. smile on your face cutting up food like all these other yeah, people? Yeah, w- without the stove on. <laughs> Lauren did that once. Himley? Yep. Oh, I didn't. I, it was I, I, so funny. We were all like screenshotting it to each other, and Lauren and Jen, we were all like, oh my God, she didn't turn the stove on. <laughs> Maybe she didn't want to start a fire. I don't know. No. <laughs> all right. Co- uh, question number three Name a couple things right now that are on your bucket list. Um, I want to go to Bali. Okay. I want to go skydiving. 
Oh. And this will be something I hope to achieve in the next few months or a year um, is to have my own um, like full-time freelance graphic design company. Oh, so you're working on that right now? Indeed. Nice. Well, who's who? Are, who is you? Ugh. <laughs> I can't even speak. Mm-hmm. Is it still freelancing right now, or you said you're with a company right now? So I'm with a company now currently, but I also freelance outside of work, and I specialize in wedding invitations, save the dates, stationery, that kind of thing. Um, so if you need anything, call me. Okay. Yeah. Anybody, <laughs> well, I don't personally, but uh, anybody mm-hmm. listening right now, by all means. Um, yeah. Hit up, I, Iz- uh, hit up Izzy for any wedding invitations. Yeah. Or save- get my website going. and. Um, what is the I'll, website? Uh, Plug it. Well, it is oh. not currently up yet, um, but it will be izzygoodkind.com. Um, and it's not up and running yet, but it will be hopefully this summer. Um, it's a lot more work than I thought. And it's oh, yeah. basically like I'm, you know, having two, two full-time jobs, but uh, it's something I love and it's something I really want to do. So, um, but I'm still, you know, taking jobs, um, without the website and I have, you know, photo examples and everything. It's really been word of mouth for now, but, um, gotcha. Yeah. I'm loving it. Question number four. If you ever had to do one of these shows again, mm-hmm. which would it be? Mm. <laughs> uh, I would probably do paradise again if I was single okay. or not at all. <laughs> okay no i was gonna say but what about does when you when winter games aired did that yeah tickle your fancy at all like hey that's something Honestly, that would be so i was gonna say that like i wasn't gonna watch winter games it just didn't seem appealing to me and then no joke i watched it in one night like the, i couldn't stop watching it i thought it was the funniest thing ever <laughs> i thought they did such a good job um and I would I would probably consider that as well because it's meeting people outside of just the US franchise, which I loved. Um and I thought it was just so funny. Yeah. Um and I would think that's where maybe my personality that a lot of people didn't see on the show, even in Paradise, that's where it could be seen. Or within Paradise again. Well, you can expect to see some of those international contestants from mm-hmm. Winter Games on, on Paradise this summer for sure. Oh my god, I can't yeah. wait. Question number five. Now, you, like you said, have a boyfriend. You've been taken for a little over a year now. However, mm-hmm. there was probably a time after you got back from filming, and this came up in conversation a couple times in recent podcasts, dating in New York City. I've heard it's, it's just a, the worst. It's absolutely the worst. Um, so you what's, know, your, you on, what's your reasoning for why it is? I think everyone's always looking for the next best thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to be the consensus. Yep. It's always, you know, um, whether you're 26 and looking for an older guy, they're looking for somebody even younger. Or you're older and looking for the younger guy, the younger guy is not ready for a relationship. So I feel like you really just have to meet someone at the right exact time. And I really, truly believe that mutual friend or somebody like a friend of a friend or some sort of connection is always what I've known as as best. Um, But also just to say you can't, end up marrying or dating somebody from tinder or from bumble i've seen it happen um but just new york is just there's so many people and it's very like competitive almost um 
So yeah, I would think it's just everyone's looking for the next best thing and they just won't settle until they're like very ready to. Okay, now give me one of your, this isn't the next question. This is like a follow-up to that one. When you were doing your dating single in New York thing, give me a, yeah. ho- give me a horror story that you had. Like whether oh the guy God. was a creep or, you know what I hear a lot and I, I, I just, I can't comprehend this and maybe it's because I'm older and this would never happen to anybody that I mm-hmm. ask out on a first date. I've heard of so many stories where the girl says, like he asked me out and then I ended up paying. Oh my God, that happens. Like I work in an office full of women and I hear that story all the time and it's kind, kind really? of gotten to a point where like people like start arguing about it. Like women should be able to pay for themselves. But also I think like chivalry's not dead. A man should pay, especially on the first date. Well, if he, um, if he asked you on a date, absolutely right. he should pay. If it 100%. was like, hey, let's go for coffee, then yeah, right. it's like whatever. It's five bucks right. or whatever. But right. yeah, I mean, if he asked you on a yeah. date, you should pay. So Give me one horror story. You don't have to go into too much detail, but like. Yeah, I actually, to be honest, I've had all pretty good dates and I feel like it wasn't just, it just wasn't something that like ended up hitting, like we just didn't hit it off. But there was one guy that I was seeing for a little while that I was pretty excited about. Um, And like a few weeks go by, we'd been on a few dates. Um, Not the type of person, like we didn't sleep together. And um, one day he like called me and was just crying about like his ex-girlfriend, like moving to a different state. (laughs) And I was, I was just like, Oh, okay. Um, all right. What he was like. And I think it was just like the most, I think he was like, just kind of emotional about this girl leaving, but also it's like, clearly you're not over her. Like, why are you putting so much time and effort into me and then call me crying about your ex-girlfriend. Like, I'm not your therapist. Um, maybe this should just end right now on the phone. <laughs> yeah, you would You would think that he would have someone else to vent that about, not the girl uh, it that was, he's currently seeing. Yeah, it was bizarre. And I was like, all right, well, enjoy. <laughs> and, you know, it just wasn't meant to be. It, it was not so serious, so I wasn't heartbroken over it, but... Um, okay. like, I, I've heard I've heard a lot of horror stories. Yeah. I, the, the paying one, I hear a lot from people, mm-hmm. and I just, I don't, I don't get it. Like, how mm-hmm. in the world can you ask somebody out and then say, when the bill comes, like, oh, give me your card, or you end up, Ugh. like, sometimes it's the girl that's ended up having to pay for the whole thing. No, I'm I can't like, do I that. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's it. worse, like, paying for it or splitting it. Yeah. I mean, if, it, if it's established beforehand, you're going to go Dutch. It it still seems a little bit weird, especially, unless it's like not a, you know, like, a dinner a date. date. If it's, it's yeah, if it's not like, a date. yeah, then it's like, hey, do you want to meet for drinks at lunch or something like that? Like that's more of like, hey, we can split this. But if it's, hey, would you like to go out Friday night or Saturday night? Let me take you to dinner, and then there ends up being some sort of split, or the girl ends up paying in full. Right. I, I just you can't wrap your head around that. I don't get it. No. But no. all right. Question number six. What is your yep. favorite slow song of all time? Oh, God. Um, oh, something Ed Sheeran. OK, the new uh, what's the perfect <laughs> the, the new one? The newest probably one? perfect. Yeah, the one with the the one with the Italian guy in it. Their new remix, whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know the title of it, but the Chelly, whatever his name is. Yeah, I probably heard it, but don't know the title of it. OK. Yeah, I mean. Question number seven. This might bring up some bad memories, but we're going to go there. Mm. 
What was the meanest thing that you read on social media about yourself? Oh, um, something about me having a big nose. Oh, okay. That's very mean, but mm-hmm. there's probably been way worse out there. Not just, not to right. you. I'm just saying like, you, yeah, you no. probably got the, like the good end of it. The fact the that so, somebody just told you that. Yeah, no, I got that actually a lot. And like, honestly, I mean, I've grown up with my father as a plastic surgeon and I've seen a lot of quote unquote perfection. And, um, it just wasn't ever something that I really truly thought I needed or wanted to do. Um, I've always grown up very confident in myself and, um, never took any of the comments to heart because I know it's just like people just wanting to be mean for no reason. Like, yeah if they came up to me in person, would they ever say that to my face? No. no. But, um, I, I didn't take any of that to heart. It was just mean and shallow, but like, I, I didn't take anything of it from it. And who's to say, I'm not going to, you know, potentially get it fixed in the future or not get it fixed, but get it enhanced. And like, it, it, it just doesn't matter. That's the part about being in the public eyes. People can just rip you apart for no reason. Um, and not only that, they have zero repercussions. They can say whatever exactly. they want. Nothing happens exactly. to them. Exactly. We're not real humans to them yeah. um, with feelings. So, yeah, I, that was probably one of the meaner things physically, but um, also like just calling me shallow or a bitch or a slut or being, you know, for, for something that I did to Vinny on television that actually didn't happen. Um, and that, that was really hurtful. Yeah. The, the words describing me as a person and, was really painful. And I mean, I've seen a lot of girls go through it on the show and it's, it's awful. It's really, really awful. Well, the fact that somebody called you a slut on this, like, like just because (laughs) you were dating quote unquote Vinny on the show and then, Mm -hmm. and then you went on a date with another guy, like there have been way worse things that have happened on the show to have someone called a slut. That is about as tame as you can get. Like what, right. You did nothing, nothing to deserve that. It's not like, right. I mean, let's face it. There have been times where people have been shown like sneaking into the bedroom and mm-hmm. getting under the covers. Like if somebody wants to call somebody a slut based off that, I mean, it makes more sense to as, as rude as it is and as mean as it is, it mm-hmm. makes a little more sense. You didn't totally. do anything right. of the like to be called a slut. So right. very right. weird. Uh, right. Question number eight. What is your biggest fear? Oh, um, oh God. Um, uh, I'd say failure, I guess. Like I'm not super hard on myself, but I sometimes procrastinate doing things like, for example, my freelance company, because I fear not failure, but that I'm going to put too much on my plate and then not be able to, um, execute my best work. Yeah, fear of failure is certainly yeah. something that I think a lot of us have. I don't think that yeah. anybody. So question number nine, um, <clears throat> if you could have been on another season of The Bachelor, which one would it be? I guess that's another way of asking, are there any other Bachelor leads that you thought you would have fit better with? Um, I truly think that Ben and I would have hit it off if we had gotten to know each other better. Um, I don't think that we would have hit it off to the point of like a ongoing relationship. Um, I think we're both very different people. Um, 
he seems to be quite religious and I grew up Jewish. So that probably wouldn't have worked out <laughs> on his, on his end. Yeah. But, um, uh, I don't know. I really truly think that him and I would have worked out really well. Um, at least to be like in a, you know, solid relationship or friendship. Um, but I don't know. I don't really think, I mean, I applied to Chris Soul season because I just adored him on screen, but then looking back at it now, I'm like, hell no. Um, just because I don't, I wouldn't want to live where he lives. Um, yeah. <laughs> and other things, but, um, hmm. Let's see. You already, you already said pretty much no to Nick. Um, no. Uh, Chris Souls, um, Juan Pablo, uh, Mm. You might have had the best. You might have had the best season there. I mean, based on maybe there wouldn't have been another like, season you would have done. I mean, I feel like Dean would never be the Bachelor, but or well, he might never be chosen to be the Bachelor. But I, I always wanted to like get to know him, even just as a friend. But also, like, I don't know. I can't really say that because I am not interested in anybody yeah. else. But no, Matt. I know. I, yeah, I, I'm not taking it as like, oh, yeah, he's no, got a eye no, on no, someone else, like. No. Yeah. Um, and just just a word of advice: you don't want any part of Dean. Trust me. No, no, I've heard. I mean, he's young, and that's the thing is like he's he's a younger one of the guys that it's like. I mean, good for him. He's doing what he's doing now, but like, it, he's not in the point to have a relationship at all, and you can tell. You can say it. He's a fuck boy. All right. Question yeah, number ten. He's a fuck boy. Yeah. Uh, question number ten. I usually save this for something called explain your tweet, but you haven't tweeted since 2017. So, Oh my God. I don't even know my Twitter password. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, it was probably like a picture of Olivia and I, you know what? I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull it up right now. Actually, I'm going to ask you what your, I'm going to ask you what your, uh, last, my last tweet was your last tweet was. If you even remember, why isn't my computer working? This I think weird. it was like a, a picture of Olivia and I at the frying pan in New York. And we're like, come hang out with us. Like, we're like hot and sweaty. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. All right. Here it is. Uh, like so thirsty for fans. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. February 6th, 2017. Come to Brother Jimmy's in Murray Hill tonight to watch The Bachelor with oh. me and Olivia Caridi. <laughs> Ew. That was your last tweet in February of 17, like 15 months ago. Yep, That's I think my boy. I think my boyfriend came to that night because we were just recently dating. We oh, were wow. just started dating. Yep. Yeah, there are you and Olivia, and then the tweet before that was almost a month previous. Uh, yeah, Twitter's just not my thing. Yeah, you are just. Yeah, and it's Sorry. been over. A year. There's a picture of you and Leah. Uh, Issy Goodkind hosted a Bachelor Nation reunion to celebrate her 26th birthday. Get the details. An Us Weekly feature. How about oh, that? Oh yeah. Yeah, that happened. Oh, okay. That happened. Uh, so what was my? Oh, so oh, that you're... so that was my. It's since you haven't tweeted, I was like, all right, well, forget that part. Um, mm -hmm. So my question is, what was the last movie that you cried at? <laughs> oh God, uh, I don't. Mm, I am really, really bad with movies. It, um, you can do TV shows if that helps as well. Oh, okay. TV shows. Um, uh, what's it called? Big Little Lies. Oh, is that the, the one on? Oh, the one on HBO with the yep. Reese Witherspoon. And all. Okay. Yeah, I, ju I just watched it. I'm a little late, but I just finished it. And you're and you cried at it. 
there was one part part that I cried, okay. um, but not like that's like really not a good example. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm talking like kind of a sobbing mess. Like, oh my god, okay, that, that um, really hit me, and I'm a sobbing. Uh, mess. Mm, I'm stuck. Oh my god, you know the movie Southpaw? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was bawling. My boyfriend was laughing at me, but I was like, I can't watch this. The boxer movie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But yep, yeah, I was that was probably the last one I cried. I don't really watch a lot of TV or movies, to be honest with you. Okay. Um i yeah, I don't watch a lot of TV. And if it's TV, it's probably like pointless stuff like the show The Bachelor yeah. or um, you know, Bravo. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. Well, congratulations! You completed the final ten, and uh, we've uh, we've we've come to the end of this interview. But uh, I want to thank you for coming on, Izzy. Uh, it's been a long thank time you. coming. Um, yes, glad you could finally do it. And Me um, too. thank you for sharing those stories with us. And we will uh, good luck in the future. And right. obviously, we'll be following on your Instagram and Twitter if there's a. a a, a next step in the relationship <laughs> with your boyfriend. Yes. We'll, we'll thank you guys. Thank you. All right. And we'll talk to you soon. Good luck. Alrighty. Thanks. Bye. Thank you to Izzy for that. Uh, another trip down memory lane from Ben Higgins season. And it's kind of amazing. Like when you think of Izzy, you pretty much think of it more for bachelor in paradise two or sorry, bachelor in paradise three, third season of bachelor in paradise that she did because Let's face it, she was on one episode of Ben's season, and for some reason, I didn't think she only lasted one episode until I went back and was doing research for the interview. I'm like, oh. I knew she was early. I thought it was maybe season or episode two or three. I forgot she was first night, and then I completely blanked on the fact that she was the girl in the onesie. But thank you to Izzy for that. That was great. Just uh, really enjoy hearing from past contestants like that, even if they weren't a major player on the season. They all have a story. And Izzy's got a good story, and I enjoyed hearing from her. I hope all you all did, too. So uh, that'll do it for Episode 77. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. As you know, it is very much appreciated. It helps the podcast, and we might have some news coming along down the road uh, with that. Um, but, again, thank you to Izzy. Please uh, check out Nell Coulter's X on the Beach recap. It'll go up tomorrow morning. Episode four uh, is tonight, and you just you can't get enough of the show. Like it's it's such a train wreck, but very entertaining. And Nell's uh, recaps are very funny. So check that out. Continue to listen to the podcast. Continue to support RealitySteve.com. I appreciate all of you. And again, if you live in the Denver area or are close, and you can get out to Coors Field, is it still called Coors Field? I think it is. Um. The Rockies Reds Saturday, May 26th, will be out in the right right field pavilion in the rooftop. Uh, Lace will be there and her boyfriend. Uh, Leah and her new boyfriend will be there. Um, We're just going to hang out, watch the game, have some drinks, shoot the shit. And it's open to anybody. Uh, I think tickets in that rooftop are 30 bucks. So if you can make it out, that'd be great to hang out and meet people. So thanks again. I appreciate it. Thanks again to Izzy for coming on. Thank you to all for listening episode 77 of the reality podcast we're back next week with another one and until then i'll talk to you later see you